Hello and welcome to a happy, merry holiday <laughs> edition of Lion City Rock. Uh, yes, we are. We are. Well, okay. We the, haven't, we the sleigh bells. I forgot my sleigh bells. You forgot to bring the sleigh bells. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't have any at the moment. <laughs> but never mind lah. We'll, we'll we'll put it in post. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> fix it in post. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, Christmas is coming soon. Uh, this uh, by the time you guys hear it, this will be just before Christmas. Mm. So you know, have you have you done your uh, the prerequisite uh, Chris, uh, pre-Christmas uh, things? Have you been yourself? a good boy? Yeah, have you been naughty? Have you been nice? <laughs> have you, been, <laughs> you know, because somebody's making a list and checking it twice. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, Speaking of Christmas and, and the holiday season and stuff, I mean, uh, today we have some special guests, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's a there's a link to the holiday season with these guys as well. Um, once Christmas over, it's the new year, and so next year, um, these guys are actually going to be doing a gig, which I think I'm not sure, but we'll check with them later. This is the first time they're doing a gig in more than what five years or six years or something. But anyway, uh, these people have been around since the what late 80s through the 90s. Uh, they were they made a big impact in, in the 90s um, mm. with their band, and of course we're talking to Desmond Baska and Rick of the Lilac Saints. Yay! Hello. Yay. What's up? How are you? How have you guys? Been? All right. Oh, good. Yeah, a bit work. Uh, woke up hangover a little bit, but good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing. A bit of copy can't fix in the morning. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'll drink to that. <laughs> Irish coffee, lah. Irish coffee. Irish coffee. I think yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm quite certain Baskers is Irish coffee. <laughs> no, kopi cow, kopi cow, kopi cow. Really, yeah. Okay, but uh, okay. Well, let, let's let, let's get you. I mean, we're gonna put you guys on the spot straight away. Um, you know, um, I think it was a few weeks ago. I I I caught news that Lilac Saints are getting back together to do a show. In January, right? Um, yeah. So, what, what, why, why this show? Why now? And what's it been like? You know, uh, putting the band together again. You know. Well, um, to start with, I think um, we were friends first before being a band. So we, we we still hung out. We kept in touch with each other. It's just that from the start, we were just lucky. Everybody had a role to play. One could sing very well. Um, one could play the guitar and, and things like that. So um, we are taking a long break. The last um, gig that we played, as you rightly say, actually was SG50 at uh, Substation. So that was so oh. long ago. Wow. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. So so even that um, before the even the SG50 gig was actually a reunion. Because in between that, we just play for each each other's wedding or something yeah. like that, <laughs> right? Brilliant. So okay. so um, how we got together um, or basically got the band together again is um, in my course of my daily work. Um, I was approached by Esplanade to whether um, my company would want to be a patron of um, Esplanade. So um, okay. no, we, we were just talking, and then then they googled my name, and um, they found out that I was formerly from a local band, and no, they they, they pushed the idea of whether we would want to um, book a spot and and play. So um, yeah, so before we I, I could say yes, it was a half yes because we I must get the buy in, and I think through COVID, um, everybody was itching to do something as well. 
Yeah. No post COVID, so so uh, I was pretty surprised. Everybody was just really up and gearing for it. You know, um, then then um, the the biggest thing was that um, we found out the hard way is no longer like playing in bay beats where you just come out for sound check, play and go back. No, this time you're organizing it. You're doing all the logistics work, even down to ticket sales and things like that. Oh, so right. yeah, so 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 um, yep, yeah, it's hard work. But um, it's um, something we are really looking forward to. So it's January 6th at the Esplanade Re um, Recital Studio. We aptly named it called Like Lexin and Friends because we are having some friends on stage with us. Um, Drew, um, Drew Lip is going to play with us um, as well as Joanna Dong is going to sing a couple of songs with us. And oh, Lalexin wow. and friend is also, um, we probably know that only our friends will turn up as well. Like. <laughs> 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 so if they ask us, you do you want a bigger venue? We say, ah, we don't think so. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, it, it would be a gig from where the, um, where the, 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 they asked me whether we wanted to have any age restrictions. And no, all of the, all would be old phobies <laughs> as well. <laughs> Wheelchair access. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah at least true. it's better than you know. Last time in the eighties, nineties, your friends come to watch you. Next week, they got their own band. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the early scene was um, the people in the crowd are other bands and their girlfriends or your girlfriends. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, since you, since you mentioned like you know you're getting friends uh, on board for this gig, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the gig a bit later as well. But uh, I I just wanna because. It, uh, it just it just occurred to me that this being the holiday festive season, all that you guys actually did put out a holiday uh, a Christmassy uh, single. This was like some time ago. Uh, also called Lilac Tints and Friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that one had that one featured like a, a whole slew a whole slew of friends. I think if I remember correctly, it's off the top of my head, I think uh, uh, Dave Electrical Dave was on it. Yeah, uh, Joanna was on it. I remember. Uh, was it Olivia as well? We got Olivia, Olivia um, and we've got a great spy. Mm. Yeah, mm. Drew. Drew played solo on it. Pat right. oh. played bass on it because at the time our bassist was still based in the US. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mm. I mean, I mean, the idea came about because <coughs> Vasca wrote a great tune. Right. Wait. What was the name of the tune? What's the name of the tune, Vasca? Uh, it's uh, I just call it the Christmas song, but I think they retitled it. Give, give me love, love on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Hold on, I'll pat myself some more on the back. Yeah, so 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 he he wrote a gr a great tune, and we, we thought let's let oh, let's uh, get it recorded. No, um, no, then of course you'll you'll be more or less inspired by today. Know it's Christmas, right? Ah, okay. So okay. so you know to um with the big help of Pat who was at uh, Music for Good that time, um, they, um, we managed to go out. Uh, we got Sherlyn from um, The Unexpected. And, oh, okay. Yeah, so we, we, we just reached out um, to, to friends and um, you know, contributed a line or two. Then we um, paid for the pressing and all that, and all proceeds basically went to charity. Like. I don't need a new tattoo I don't need a red guitar or two Give me love, give me love, give me love on Christmas Day Don't need another pair of socks Wrapped up in a little box from you Whoa. 
for me anyway, I, I, I did not realize that there were all these so-called local uh, bands doing all these Christmas or season-themed, uh, you know, recordings as well, right? Because generally, every time you hear, you, I mean, you think, like, like you say, you, you think about, like, do they know it's Christmas or or your usual slate? Or, 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 or in or, Singapore, or, usually, we'll be the one by Culture Voucher, lah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, 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 I don't know if if you guys haven't heard it, please, uh, please go out and check it out. I mean, it's the season anyway, so just nice. Uh, I think you can get it. You just search for it on give give me give me love on Christmas Day. Yeah, and I think we are we are um, on Spotify and um, Apple Music, so you, you can look us up, up from there. In, in a way. It's one of those things where where you think about when you think about local bands, right? Um, the idea of say an indie band, particularly especially since since you guys were, came out uh, in the late late eighties, if I'm not wrong, early early nineties. Um, we 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 finished our O levels in nineteen ninety and we got together. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah now so now we're revealing our age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So were you, were you schoolmates or what? We are all schoolmates. Yeah. We are all schoolmates. Same school. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Um, not necessarily same class though. Um, I, I was only in the same class with Basker, not with the rest. But right. there were just mixed connections everywhere. Okay. Okay. And and is is that is that how you guys uh, uh got together as well? Yeah. I mean, Desmond and I, we were jamming before with other classmates. No. So band slowly evolved into this form and shape. But how do you guys realize that you wanted? Yeah. To be wanted to be like in like a, I mean if you if you I mean generally like I remember for me so like in school we we'll just find whoever is interested in music you can play the drums okay come join us you know like, and we just form this very, it's I very ad hoc right at that point in time mm, kind of thing yeah, but yeah. but when when was I it, think that's when will agree with me on this one for us it was going to substation uh, to watch one of the Oddfellas gigs. Uh, you know, we used to try and catch gigs together. The, uh, the, the, reason, the reason why we want to form a band, I think, uh, uh, as Basker has said, it, if you remember, there was um, a 24-hour um, substation gig, uh, probably in the 90s. Yes. You know, yes, we've yes, got yes, people yes. like Ikta and all that. Then I remember correctly, um, in between, we went to the bus stop to sleep. Then um, we, we, come, we came back in, in the wee hours and that was um, odd fellas playing. We, we really stood up... Um, Stayed up for Odd, odd Fellas, then um, song for Karen Lim, not Caroline at the time. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, <laughs> so when they, they start playing, so me and Basker just turn to each other, let's form a band. So <laughs> we, we, wow. And the first band, um, the, the composition, not the necessary made up of musicians, we we're just really messing around <laughs> in, a, in a jam studio. They had more dancers than musicians. <laughs> <laughs> So when um, we got a few tunes together, then I rope in um, Kevin. Um, Kevin um, Kevin Tan um, was it was quite funny because he stays in uh, Teachers Estate where we were jamming in Sing Chai. So he literally he oh. was having he was having his prata outside, and we bump into him. We <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, then we said, okay. then we told Kevin, come in, let, let, come, let, let, let's come in and fool around. And um, I knew Rick and um, Eugene, basically, we were from Scouts and we had a band in Scouts. So, oh. um, yeah, so we, we, we basically got our act together. Okay, okay. Well, maybe Rick can, can chime in on this. I mean, what was it like, you know, the, getting into this, this whole new thing of being in a, in a band band? Uh, well, technically, Lilac Sins, 
It's not my first first band. The first band okay. was a combo band that we did in school. Uh, it's just to fill up time for the concert band. Where we so we're having a performance in Victoria right. Theatre. So that was like the first performance ever in front of the old school, in wow. public for me. For me, yeah. So that was when it started, and it's like it's a good vibe. And so when when Desmond, you know, asked me he's like, "Hey, you want to set up a band? You want to play?" All right, yeah. So let's do it. And so, but the nice thing about this is that we were all learning as we go along. You know, mm-hmm. all the chords, all the harmonizing, all the songwriting. And so it's beautiful. You, you see the progress as we perform gig after gig. Things start to add up. And so, so this journey of performing, like, like basically a tour around Singapore at that time, although we don't have a tour bus or something. So, but, it, <laughs> yeah. but it was a beautiful uh, process for me. Yeah, to see how things add up and you see the crowd and how it grows. And then we have radio stations starting playing local music, which we don't really have now. You know, they dedicate an hour or more. Yeah. Yeah, So so it was a it was like a golden age at that time for local indie music. So it was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, um just a fun fact is that um for me and Eugene, uh, one of our first performance um as a band was in secondary school where the guitarist was actually Jonathan Chan of Pain Sunset. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, so we, we, we played things like You Too, Johnny Be Good and all that. It was right. fun. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay, okay. <laughs> I'd be like, well, what about you guys? Okay, so you guys form a band. Obviously, you know, I mean, you guys haven't started writing anything per se yet, right? Um, what? Who are you? Uh, actually, that's that's... That's one thing different about us. We didn't really know how to play, so we started writing songs before we started doing covers. Oh, really? Cool. So from the start, okay, we were okay. doing our own stuff. Yeah. Because wow. we know we know we'll be bad at doing covers. <laughs> yeah. So when you play a lo- uh, original song, nobody will know you make a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. 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 Yeah. Oh, you got the lyrics wrong. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, yeah. Knows, nobody, nobody will know. Knows. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So what was that that whole initial stage like? I mean, you know, you guys get together, you guys start, I mean, you've already put, put, got some songs together, you learn how to play together uh, and then get get into get into the groove as the Lilac Saints are. Um, you know, and actually the, the name itself, I always I, I always love that name, the Lilac Saints. Uh, what, what, what was the impetus for that name? Uh, was it like a humpback oak situation where you just flip through the book and then just point at the first two words you see or what, what was it like? Well, it was close to that. <laughs> That's you want to... I think um, we, we, me and Baz were listening to a lot of indie music. So um, Lilac Time and Pale Saints did come up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's quite obvious when I first heard it, I said, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uncreative, right? <laughs> <laughs> but there were several myths and legends also associated with the name. Uh, oh, the, uh, we yeah. had our take our founding members, we had uh, two of our friends who were Sikh, and one day uh, they were wearing lilac colored turbans. So one of the myths okay. is, you know, they were the lilac sings. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's good. <laughs> Okay, in that, in that, maybe you could also talk a bit about like what it was uh, like for you guys playing your, your gigs and stuff. This is before. I mean, when did you guys actually? How long was it before like you guys started uh, putting out the album? Oh, yeah, the first album was Halo, right? Yeah, yeah. We were quite lazy. We got. I think. I think. Yeah, to really start off, things got slightly more serious when we basically put in our first demo recorded on Eugene's mother's mini compo um, <laughs> and we, that was for New School Rock 2 or something like that 
Ah, okay, okay. No, we then, yeah, I then think we, it was a, around then also just before that, what we did, there was a JC combo band gig and they invited us to play. That's, that's, station. that's and, Eugene's and, J- JC, right? Yeah, and then Morris from the Pagans happened to be in the crowd. Right. Um, so he told Pat and Joe about us, then they came to watch us and then when you know, we got invited for, uh, to try something out for New School Rock and yeah, things just went on from there. Lah. So once you put out this once you, you put out this demo for New School Rock, was that when you decided, okay, let's, let's do an album? We, we were really surprised that um, we got selected to play for the, like, like the heats and things like that. Mm. No, and, and at that time, I, I think Basker and Kevin already got some songs um, no, in the back. So um, we just needed some impetus to um, get into recording. So all of us back our parents for extra pocket money at that time to pay for recording fees and um, no, it was done on, on a four or six track recording no, that we could afford. It was, it was right. a studio, I forgot what's his name, it's at Serangoon Gardens, Maju Avenue. Noise box. Is it, is, it, is it noise box? Noise box. Yeah, noise, noise box. box. Noise box, right. Ah, okay. okay. No, so, it was the really old school kind where um, you can't punch in. You have to play it through all the while. It's mm. on reel. Okay. And, and, then, and you can see the producers splicing the wheel at certain points and, and things like that. Wow. So, it's really, really old school. No, I mean, we released our demo on cassette tape, for goodness sake. Who, and we, we, none of us had a... a None of us had a copy of it except Rick, but even if Rick has got a copy, we cannot find a cassette tape player. Yeah. So was it oh. DIY cassette making or what? Yeah. yeah. DIY, I mean, yeah. Photostat was our, our most affordable technology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So you Photostat, uh, you fall, and I think we made 100 copies, and no Rick being himself, you know, everyone had a personalized one liner job or something like that. Wow, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was Eugene and me being bored. Eugene suggested it because he was holding <laughs> so much hand paint. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was good friend with the photocopying auntie. Yeah, I was staying there oh. for like days. <laughs> Out. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's really in the spirit of indie, like, basically. And, and that's quite uh, unique only for that 90s generation. Mm. No, uh, no other Singapore musicians ever did that except the 90s musicians. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very unique, so. very unique. No, you, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you would go to scoops, you know, mm. in Funan mm. to look out for, for um demos released yeah. by other bands as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. can share a bit about like what was like uh, the biggest I suppose challenges um, you know back then for you guys (laughs) our our biggest challenge was getting over our laziness (laughs) that too but national national service was the biggest challenge as well took away a lot of the time and our Mm. were you guys meeting regularly out yeah we we, we performed gigs where um, we were all in um, Bota hits and things like that yeah now the the interesting one is that one of the most interesting is when I was in BMT right right? Um, but because I was in Poly and Eugene they all um, have finished their BMT we actually took part in what was that Rolling Good Time oh really 
Yeah, so so we went on um, TV and um, well, you have to ask your platoon sergeant for permission and all that to get a wow. day off pass, right? So so we performed the Kings. Uh, it, it was a it was a yeah. 60s shows or something like that. So right. big wigs. Yeah. I, I wore a wig. <laughs> I wore a wig, which I pulled it out before they, they said stop recording. You know, um, but but um, it was good. It was good fun. You know, um, in that semi-final or something like that, there were three bands. Then we were third because the top two went in. Um, yeah, but it was good fun. Oh, what, what, yeah. what were you playing? What 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 song were you playing? In the, uh, the you really got me. You really got all me all day and all of the night. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. No, because because <laughs> the other bands were that they were playing very friendly tunes like Monkeys and you know, CCR yeah. and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one that stood out for me stands out for me is New School Rock. Uh, New School Rock for the auditions because that uh -huh. was the, at that time New School Rock had grow, uh, grown. And it was over a series of weekends, and every weekend there were like right. know, five, ten bands auditioning at, at World Trade Center. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that was the first time I met like Nigel Hogan and all. And Nigel was ha having a crew cut that time because he was doing BMT yeah. that time. So oh, they were the wow. other band that showed up all in like uniform in number four. Yeah. And then uh, between us, like my guitar string broke, their bass string broke. We shared instruments for the audition. That's wow. We, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> for me, like, I I really like that that whole idea of like. Everybody, you know, we go to a gig, right? As you mentioned before, like mm. friends or people who are in bands as well, they go for a gig, and everybody's more than happy to just trade stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you know, I remember like helping other people, like come, let me tune your guitars for you because I mean, I had a tune there one. were <laughs> yeah, there were yeah. specific um, gigs for certain genre, but some of them are actually everybody. But no, no, no matter what genre you are, you are just mixing around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. I think. I think one of the um, key places, Bas, you remember, is that when I was doing my NS, when you book out, right, then at night, you, you don't need to call anybody. You just walk to the um, MTV bar of Zook. Then you have yeah. Jeanette there, you have Morris there, yeah, and whoever. Then you just hang, hang out. Harold. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 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 Let's talk about the... I mean, you, you put out uh, a, few, a couple of albums, I think, um, with Halo being the first one. You know, and then second one was what? Uh, just called Lilac Scenes, right? Yeah, I'm not wrong. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So what, maybe you could talk about the whole recording process and putting your songs out <laughs> to the masses, as it were. Um, what was that like for you guys? I mean, you guys have been doing gigs really, so you kind of roughly know, you know, what the, what the crowd is like and all that. Um, but but when you when it comes, I don't know. For for me, like when when it, when it comes to doing a recording and stuff and then putting it out, it was a whole new experience for me. Like even though oh, you yes. know, these are songs that we wrote ourselves, you know, we know the songs yes. as well. But to me, it was, it was a whole different thing altogether. I mean, what about you guys? I mean, for the second one, it's our boy lah. You know, um, doing okay. it at TNT. Yeah, so you know, uh, he really he was he, you know, we got along for uh, we were jamming there before. We really got along, but he really liked us because we were less boring. A lot of the bands were punk bands or metal bands. Um, so you know, we used to hang out, talk about football. You know, so he really. He's a Liverpool out, like, fan. He's a Liverpool fan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the start of a long friendship, I guess, with our boy. You know, mm. he really guided us. For me, the recording process is very, very different. Live, like for me, when I'm playing. Desmond and and after that Eugene are the most important because mm. their energy you know the rhythm section lah. but mm. you know when right. live it's everything's pre-recorded you're layering on top but at the same time your brain wants to do too much hey I've got a new idea for a harmony or a new guitar right what's too much what's too little there's a big balancing act Rick do you agree? yeah yeah and and yeah. we have limited tracks of recording at that time so so we cannot go too yeah. well you know like we have to wait yeah. for the drums to go 
to be done and then we bounce, bounce, bounce and then we start to go to the next next track. Right. So so we have to be like really mindful of what we're doing. Yeah. So unlike now, we can have like multiple tracks almost unlimited and it just whack, yeah, whack, yeah, whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and, and time is money at the time. We're just like, you know, scrambling mm. up savings and just putting it in. So so but it was good fun. I think the, the recording process was I think we were less self uh, conscious at that time. We just like like into it for the music and we just work and, and like what Pascal says, we have some ideas and can we put it in? So so is that song first, is that music first? It, instead of like, am I playing it good or am I singing it it nicely? Right. So yeah, so we were just all in for that music. So that experience was quite different from from later on when you do some other professional uh, recording, yeah. So that that was a pure indie, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So what's the songwriting process like in terms of you know the usual thing, lyrics first, music first, or do you all work it out together in the band, or does it come complete well, all those kind of things? At that point, honestly, me and Kevin, um, we we'd have I'd have a melody for a verse and a couple of lines, or he'd have a hook for a chorus. And we would basically go up to Bishan, Bishan Park, the pavilion, uh, have some underage oh beers. Oh my god, really? Uh, okay. Get our guitars out. And <laughs> I mean, there was always synergy between us. Like, maybe because we both didn't know how to play the guitar. So we learned the same <laughs> things at the same time. Um, so, you know, uh, a, a lot of it was collaborative. You know, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's say like, oh, he wrote this song, I wrote this song. I would say that honestly, a lot of it was collaborative. And then when Desmond and Eugene come in, of course, it's different. And Rick's vocals is a very different treatment on top of everything else. So I don't think it's, uh, you know, early on, yeah, there was that thing. But as we grew into what we are today, I do think it's very much a band process. It is definitely, yeah. Because so like when maybe the song was done by by Basque or Kevin, but when we start playing it, and then as we do gig by gig, you know, suddenly I might add in a, a harmonizing bit for Basque, or suddenly I'll do an ad-lib part or change certain part, you know. So then the, right. the songs takes on another, like, a uh, few. And then that, it just keeps adding and growing. So so that's the process I love. So it's like we start with something and then we grow it into something. Mm. Yeah. Actually, uh, actually, that's interesting because I want to, I mean, uh, you know, say Basker, right? I mean, if you write a song, right? Do you, do you write it with, like, say, Rick and Mike? Like, okay, this is how his voice goes. I'm going to write the thing according uh, to... Uh, Kevin does, to be honest, Kevin does. Uh, he's got a lot of new songs that, you know, we're hoping we get some momentum from this gig. Um, you know, we have a good feeling right now with rehearsals. And then we're hoping, you know, in the coming year, we're going to record. He's got quite a few new songs and they're all written with Rick's vocals in mind. Okay. Uh, for me, I've got some other stuff, but, you know, uh, I'm just not that good a musician, <laughs> like, let's say, to adjust the right. So, I get, you know, I write by gut, love, my instinct more than anything. So, but then I trust Rick fully to adjust um, <laughs> the songs himself or adjust himself. Yeah, himself. That, that's another part, fun part. I mean, because when we mm. initially we started, the song wasn't written with like me in mind or, or Basco mm. in mind. It's just, it's just a pure mm. song creation process. And then if the song I'm to sing, and I'll have to make it mine. Yeah, so, so I can sing it comfortably and able to express it in my own form. And that's right. why it, it was a fun collaborative process. Yeah. I think the same goes for Desmond where we start to play the drum, you know, for the song. What idea does he have? What kind of a tempo or a feel? So, so that we, we all adds a bit, yeah. Mm. I think to add, I mean, if you look at the background of the band, um, I think the music um, inspirations or what we are exposed to is very diverse. I think um, me and Rick recent, listened to um, all kinds, all, all the way down to EDM and all, all that. 
No, um, Eugene is a very blues person. No, no, no. Um, Basker, very indie. Kevin is also you know, so. So from there we do add in even even down to the structure of the song when you should stop and you no know, and and you no know, to everybody does contribute lah. No, and, and it's very fun to to for me as, as a drummer. Because now, when they are um, you know, changing their keys here and there, then you see how how Eugene will react when he has to transpose <laughs> from another key to another last minute and things like that. It's it's just fun to watch as well. <laughs> now all the songs are on Apek Key. Apek Key. Okay. <laughs> I think the first one I actually really, really heard, it, was, it wasn't from the album, it was, from, it was on the... Like, you know, the, the one that I really bought and, and could listen to over and over again was... Uh, um, 12 Stories is it 12 mm. Stories oh, soundtrack wasting time wasting time wasting time, time. Yeah. Again, like you said, live is one thing, right? The sound and the sonic uh, atmosphere is all very different. So when I first heard that, it's like, oh, okay, wow. And it seemed a bit different from, from the, the, the live uh, set. I think, yeah. I think um, the recording of Wasting Time and even down to the recording of um, Awake, mm. um, the main big change, um, apart from we, we, you know, it was not for our budget, haha. You know? <laughs> Is that yeah. the studios had many yeah. tracks? So once you, your studio had many tracks, your creativity is of um, leaps and bounds because um, that's where you learn, you truly learn um, production, where you know you must add funny little sounds in the background, strings, cello, and all that. Because during the, the, that recording, it also transformed me as a music listener in advance you know, to, to basically now when I listen to music you're just not there just for the, the melody or just for the beat you're listening to the kind of layering what the producer does so so sometimes when I say hey check out the sound then my friends will say hey, you, why are you listening to such funny sounds in the back but, but I mean it's really it's, it's like it's like just look at Oasis Right, definitely, maybe was just um, two guitars, one, two, three, four, you know, and play the yeah. chords. Then when they advanced, then they started to basically put in the strings, you know, and and um, then all the all the all the production sounds. Uh. So so a week, I think um, we really grew up quite a fair bit, you know, and and there's a time when um, you no, know, we started to listen to uh, music coming out from like. Texas and, and things like that that you know they really know how to play the different frequency in between us sound to, to make the music more full so I think if you look from Halo down to Wasting Time leaps and bounds because Halo had just um, strings being played behind and things like that mm. so I think you know, one of the points you made there was budget Halo was all our pocket money and <laughs> we were on the clock we were on the clock so you know a bit of pressure you just want to get your, you know, your one or two takes, you want to get your guitar lines in. And to be fair, you know, just another shout out to our boy, we were all NS, we didn't have money yeah. to, make, to mix down. So I told our boy, hey, boy, next month we mix down. He said, no, man, you pay me later. Then he refused oh, really? to take the money from us. Mm, so wow. Des and I had to put the money in an envelope and hide it inside his drawer. 
<laughs> really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's, 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 he's another legend of the scene. Uh. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anybody. He deserves yeah, yeah, a yeah, National yeah. Arts Council award somewhere. <coughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Because I, I don't know any any indie band or any local band, in fact, even up to like now, that has not, has not, yeah. uh, you know, been into, I mean, not influenced, but, you know, or has not been touched by, <laughs> by a boy in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know. And, and, and in that voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah. That unmistakable a boy voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That mumble, uh, that mumble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about, I mean, like all these recordings and stuff like that, I mean, you guys also are going to be putting out, uh, I heard you guys are going to be putting out a, a new recording. Is that right? Or is there a new album coming out? Or what, 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 what's happening? I think um, the show is one thing we must get past first. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean to, 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 to rip out from the old archive, some of the songs and to, to hope that you have a muscle memory to play them is already a task on its own, <laughs> right? So, so um, we are, um, this week we're taking a break because um, some of them are, are on their personal holidays or business trips. Mm. So um, I think the next couple of weeks is basically crunch time. Um, to be honest, we are almost there. I'm happy what's going on. Um, but you know, I hope because it's mainly our friends coming, they can be a bit forgiving as well. But we aim to, to put a good show for everybody. So yeah, maybe maybe so, you can give give a sneak peek about that as well. Like uh, uh, what the show is going to be. I know, I mean, you mentioned friends are coming on. I mean, Joanna and I are going to be doing a couple. Are they doing their own songs or are they doing your songs? Well, well we have like something it. special that no other band that I know of is doing. You're never going to get rid of the Lilac Saints because we got another generation coming through. So we have uh, Eugene Sun. Eugene Sun Kai, Kai, which is my godson. Yeah. He is 15 years old. He plays better lead than any one of the guitarists in the band. <laughs> Yeah, so I can relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's you know, really he's amazing. Uh, older, he's amazing. You learn how to delegate. Yeah. So, so, so the the idea initially is that, hey Eugene, why don't get why don't you get Kai to play a song or two? He came mm. with, with, with audition. Then we said, okay, yeah, everything like, okay. Kai play. <laughs> think, think, think. <laughs> really okay. Yeah. yeah anyway, any more things? Yeah, it's like you play the guitar and it's like maybe we need a keyboard part. Yeah, here. And, Kai and, play. And, uh, maybe we need a, a backing yeah. here, uh, Kai Singh. You know, we just need to find four more. <laughs> and the funny thing is that the funny thing is that we we have total respect for him, you no, know, because he's such a prodigy, right? But all the instructions given to him by the father is really funny. Ah, well, you must play this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, really, a, a good generation of them is is coming. Um, so we find four more. We'll have a generational band, lah. We'll change the world's music scene. <laughs> and it's it's amazing. Kai Kai um Eugene did not um force him to go and um, listen to the music he listens to. Mm. And and he he you know, kids nowadays just let's like to listen to some, then they'll get recommended um on Spotify or YouTube, mm. some other artists, right? Yeah. And his favorite artist is Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mm. Wow, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a, that's a 15 year old boy, it's amazing. Yes, it's a bit of a miracle, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I know because I've been teaching 17 to 18 euros for the last 10 years. So, <laughs> oh, so yes. I definitely know. <laughs> yeah. No, and uh, you know, another special thing I say about the gig is uh, we'll be using instruments that Eugene actually made. He makes guitars and basses. Wow. Right, right. Yes, yeah. yes. Wow. Yeah, so, you know, okay, he's on so... holidays, so he can join us. Today, Eugene's our bassist. So, you right. know, another cool thing is, you know, and to be honest, I really love it. Uh, the touch on his guitars, it makes it easy for even me to play. You know? <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the concert is actually you, Eugene and friends. <laughs> using his guitars, <laughs> instruments, using his son. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> using his amps. Can you pick me up for jam? <laughs> his service. Eugene and son so, and friends. Two guitars, um, his own fretless bass. Wow. And he's nice. finishing up another bass, you know, just to, you know, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all made by him. But in, yeah. in a nut, in a nutshell, um, when the the idea came out about doing a gig, um, we first time uh, we just had a quick band meeting. Um, all all of them came to my place. Then Basker and Kevin came to my place, and basically we just tried to scrape the bottom of the barrel of what songs have we recorded. You no, know, what song do we have? No, and um, to and after that we just um, go to go and jam. Sounds some of them still sounds really dated, which you just threw it out of the bin immediately. And some of them we worked out a new version of, of it. No, so um, and um, we split up the gig um, into two parts because um, really the early years um, of our our of our, our band being together. We were all into electric gigs, and if you notice, the later years were, we are more acoustically driven, right? So, so we, we split and we end the gig with an um, acoustic set. Oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. thing for us was we didn't realize we had that much of a back catalog then we looked hey what did you know and then yeah we just didn't realize and then you know recently you know somebody i think maybe desmond or eugene or rick but uh one of you put in some like some of our early interviews in life or then they mentioned a couple of songs that and then we don't even know what these songs are you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from our first from our first demo halo then i have we, we really asked hey what's this song i don't know cannot remember it's okay. a good problem to have Good problem to have. And then there's loads of stuff where we remember, hey, I really like your hook. Uh, and then, but what were the verses? I really like that verse, but what was the chorus? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Will, will the girls be there in, in this concert? I'm talking about Gina and I'm talking about Claudia. <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, Gina will be there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the story of Gina, it, it, it's, it's funny because Gina, um, the song uh, written by Basker was not named after a girl. You know, it's, a, it, it's almost a humback oak moment because he didn't know what to name it. He just pointed in a lyric sheet. It fell in between imagination. So, imagine okay, Gina. Imagination. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just nice, yeah. Right? That, <laughs> then, then um, That's brilliant. luck will have made it. Um, Eugene's brilliant. wife is Gina. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 no, everybody, <laughs> everybody who knew Eugene in the later part of, no, years, thinks that he's a super romantic guy. He wrote a song for him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the, that's and that's to distinguish the song from the lady, we call the song Kina. Kina, Kina. That has a t- totally different meaning, really. Yeah, <laughs> and and soon after, Eugene had two Gina. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is playing in the gig. <laughs> yeah. So actually, oh, it's very good. <laughs> actually, it's very happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time is a flat circle. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Title of your next album is that time is a flat circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's show my butak head lah. <laughs> <laughs> the cover. Yeah, right? and the time is a flat circle, but not us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I also understand that there's a there's a reissue coming out or a compile. Are you guys putting together a compilation or? No, uh, we we have already done really, right? a compilation. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Um, the key thing is that um, you know, all of us are apic. We took so long, push around just to get our tunes on um, when they were on CD, and right. it took so long just to put it on the the streaming. You know, the, the, the. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we finally for this gig, we got our. Uh, I mean, all thanks to Eugene. You know, probably he outsourced it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> then we got our 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 act together to put it on. Then. Um, Myself, he just said, let's just put it some of them, you know, into a so-called compilation. Uh, then, then we will just put it out so that you know, if people who don't don't know us, you know, like for example, corporate friends that we forced to go to the gigs, or you no, know, then at least you can go to Spotify, go to the compilation, and you can get to familiarize with um, most of the songs that we we're gonna play. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, and, and must thank me as well because I I hunt down all the old CDs and rip them out yeah. and then oh, right. convert them yeah, into the yeah. the high res like, like stuff mm. for the Spotify. Thank God for Rick to have the <laughs> physical CDs <laughs> because we, we we do have the electronic versions, and, but they were all on low, low res. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Mm. So th- 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 he found he found uh, um, the CDs. Mm. So at least we rip it in um, high res so that right. you know, Rick Rick is a perfectionist, like Rick. Really? Yeah. So yeah. so I'm like, no, we can't use the low res. No, we must. You know, this is the music that we've done. I I must hunt down the CDs and we must put it in high res as as high as we can. Yeah. Right. Right. I think I think that's a respect for I have for the band music. Yeah. So we can't hide behind uh we were we oh no, it's just poor quality, you know. It was recorded yeah. on cassette <laughs> mistake. Yeah, you must no have a high that. resolution of that poor quality. <laughs> yeah. Hey nowadays you can do a lot of things, right? Even with the low quality recordings stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah now they go into all the low fi stuff, you know. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. true. People are paying money to make their good to sound low fi. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes. No, but one thing um, for us as well, we are slowly amazed by the new technology that's coming up. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the, no, um, for example, the preamps that um, Eugene bought. Right. No, and it, the funny fact is that Kevin has not owned a guitar, electric guitar. What do you mean? From day one till now. Huh? huh? We, uh, he, has, he yeah. always has been borrowing guitar from me, Kevin. Oh, really? No, from uh, Eugene. Oh, really? Oh, no, okay. And even till today, 
He has not owned an electric guitar. He's, wow. No, the, the drama has got an electric guitar to loan it to him. And he's still using Eugene's made, uh, homemade guitar. That, that, that's quite a quirk, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, because yeah. he's he's a tailor and um, no, Martin. And acoustic Martin yeah. freak yeah. Oh right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So wow. last time he's like, "Hey, let's buy electric guitar." I like, nah, I think I'll buy that twelve-string acoustic guitar. Oh, so he has yeah. acoustic guitars, but no electric. No electric. Guitars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. He got a lot of acoustic guitars. He loved oh, the tailor. Okay, okay. Wow. Okay. So we were in Japan last month. I just basically brought him to an electric guitar shop. <laughs> la. Yeah, I tell him, said, hey, look, the Japanese telecasters are so cheap. Right, right. You know, and so nice. Yeah. Then he was he was tempted, but he could not because he has to bring back um, Yuzu and whatever produced back for the wife. <laughs> la. So, so got no space already. <laughs> so I wonder what is that later on that we start to play more acoustically. Because obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Now it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. Because your guitar is not an electric guitar. Yeah. Technology, I think, also played a very big part. You know, like earlier on, we we're talking about recording processes and everything. Um, nowadays, you look at young artists coming through. You know, people like Fudgy and stuff. They do everything in the bedroom. The technology is there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. And Everything also, is, yeah. I think it's a very different process. Like you mentioned, uh, you know, in IT Singapore, the, the the scene, our processes for recording music, for playing live, won't be repeated. Now. It's a very unique point in time. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. No, but the, the thing of the technology is that, yes, the technology is there, but you must know how to use it. Yep. So, mm. All fogies like us, you know, we, 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 we do not have know the the advancement to know to how to make full use of it. Oh yeah. That's yeah. why that's why the, 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 the new guys, even at work or whatever, they, they seem to basically amaze us every day with this new technology. Mm. No, that's true, I don't know, true. you know, there's the flip side. Uh we were you know we did a interview with uh one FM recently and okay. Glenn Ong mentioned you know he misses the old raw sound. Uh right. you know we're talking about local music that little chat and I I you know a lot of the bands now they're excellent great songwriters but because of the pipeline and the way it's put together, um, I find, you know, sometimes they sound a lot like the influencers or so sound a bit too polished. Lah. Maybe I'm a grumpy artist. But they still sound, uh, yeah. So, you know, I think there could be a good mid middle ground. Um, yeah. Back then, not knowing how to play, you know, back then, all these bands coming together. I mean, Leslie's songwriting really influenced me. And, you know, I think a lot of us influenced each other. And that's why we had bands that had a Singapore sound back then. You know, mm. because we were so lousy, we had to create it ourselves. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, like, I think, I think, I think, like, if you listen to some of the older, like, you know, we had those compilations a few years ago, like, uh, sixty-five underground or mm. state of rock and stuff like that. And then, if you listen to the the the, the bands that were out, I mean, the nineties music, right? There was, yeah, to me, there was there was a certain distinct uh, uh, sound to it. Um, not just yeah. the fact that, not just the fact that you all. People sound like they sing in English or whatever. Not they're not their nonsense. Like. I'm talking about the actual no. like, the music itself, right? Yeah. Right. If you, if you cut yes. out all the other stuff, you listen. You can tell. Okay. Yes. Well, this is uniquely, in a way, uniquely Singapore. Yes. In a way, to use that, yes. to use that catchphrase. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think I mean I, I don't know about you guys. I mean maybe maybe I mean. Since since you are grooming the next generation of lilac scenes, lilac scenes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is what what do you what is what is I mean, I guess you say your. <laughs> I'm gonna put you guys on the spot, okay? So, what, what, what is, what would you like 
the Lilac Saints legacy to be? I think we already have the legacy that I personally would like. It's my friendship with my bros, some of my best bros growing up. And that also comes into how I made a lot of really good friends. You know, people like Nigel, who are very, you know, I still have a lot of time for, you know, for Ray, you know, Riazis and Mm -hmm. Dean and a lot of people in the scene who I would have never met. You know, uh, music, um, you know, would have happened anyway, you know, maybe just in my bedroom, but myself would have always played, would have always... But for me, the legacy is already there. It's the friendships la, and a lot of good mm. people. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I think it's, it's um, predominantly the friendships, um, the memories made, right? I mean, of, of course, um, physical legacies could be um, your recordings and all that. Mm. But you cannot explain the camaraderie between in between mm. gigs. No, um, even after gigs, and no, not even within your bandmates with other people. No, and you, it, it's just the memories made. I mean, we, we did silly things. Um, remember, Buzz, me, Maurice, um, Rick uh, from the Pagans and all that, we went cycling around Singapore. Yes. Sorry, cycling around Maurice Singapore. Crashing into yeah, the we just got on our yeah, bikes yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. we cycled. No, it's, it, no, we, we do things beyond that. No, and no, there are a lot of things like, like um, Kevin always play football um, with Nigel. Nigel is a mm-hmm. very good football player. Yeah. No, uh, so, so, so it's the friendship you know, that, that, that will last. You know, and, and hopefully, you know, it's the same for a um, musician nowadays. No, no, no point. Um, the scene last time was basically we were all had a common enemy, which is um, basically getting out there. Like, no, there's no point having <laughs> certain True. factions and all, and all that. Yeah. And I think that was yeah. a good legacy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, I think for me, is uh, I mean, besides the friends which have been mentioned, I think it's the is the songs. Um, mm. Mm. Uh, for for us, definitely it holds certain form of memories like a time capsule. But when it's out there, uh, it's out there. You know, I, I personally I don't hold any thoughts like if it will be popular or it will be well received. It's out there. It's in the hands of of listeners, and they make their own decisions. Uh, I never really thought about it. It's like many years ago, I I met someone in in work, and then then they found out that I was from Lilac Saints, and you know. It, he started thanking. Not, started not, th- not from Dreams FM. Uh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Lilac Saints. Yeah. And he started to, to thank me uh, because he had listened to, uh, I think it was, was Night 4 or Gina, I can't remember. Oh, I think okay. Night 4. That, that got, got uh, him through school when he was feeling down. Wow. Uh, yeah, but it's just a, a random thing that happened. And I, I thought, wow, that's, that's beautiful. I mean, thank you. Um, I'm just glad that the songs went out and someone... It touches someone, even if it's one person. I think that that leaves a legacy. Yep. Yeah, yep. Mm. I think that's what music is for, or rather, all artwork performance is. We give it away, and whatever the person receive and how they they build their story upon it. That's that's yep. their their decision. But we yep. we give it away as presents to to everyone in the world. Yeah. Wow, wow, nicely said. I mean, would you say that that was the best thing about the whole Lilac Saints journey you guys have been on? And and if so, then what is there? Is there a worst thing about about the lilac scenes? Mm-hmm. Uh, worst thing, hmm. <laughs> if we develop a lilac sceneers or something. <laughs> uh, I mean, like if you're talking about regrets or things that I wish yeah. went better, yeah. Wish that you know, uh, for periods, say Eugene wasn't overseas or Kevin, 
um, you know, because the momentum kind of died, then we got into our careers and, you know, um, right. it, it actually took COVID to bring us back. And now we're back, you know, just jamming and hanging out with the guys, creating stuff as well. You know, Kevin's come over to my place and he's played me some other new songs. I don't think he's ready wow. to show the band yet. I've showed him some ideas and we should have never stopped. We should have never stopped. Uh, I think mm. that's my takeaway. Huh? Yeah, that's the one thing I wish was better. Mm. How about the rest of you guys? Um, for me, um, I was just sharing this with um, some of my friends that day. Um, it's it's just a joyful ride, and um, no, a, a, a downer. I don't call it a downer, lah. But um, I I will always remember it was a jamming session in Sing Chai, where Rick told us that he he won a um, talent competition. We were happy for him, but he's he has to leave the band to. Um, basically pursue uh, her contractual you know, into the, the Chinese media. That's why awake we, we were without Rick. Um, that was that was a, a downer moment, moment because but but I mean I felt really happy for him because he did really very well. You no, know, very proud of Rick um, in his dreams of M. But of course friendship will last longer. That's why we are we are back together mm. you No, know, but but I mean um, I, I we, we we from us we can totally understand because to be very honest, um, as what Basker said, um, all of us went on a corporate slumber. Uh, and the thing is that um, like it or not music is hard to make a living in, in Singapore mm. so no matter what you do it's always your alter ego that is doing it no right. I mean the alter ego is that is doing the corporate thing uh, your, 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 first, <laughs> your, 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 your first love is always always music yes. right yes. so even wherever I am I'm in I'm in the corporate ladder yes. no, the, the, the moment I had a chance to do it I, I would do it like, I don't give a damn what people think I am will it affect my corporate profile mm. or whatever but you know it's my first love so so I'm just happy that we're doing it and I don't know maybe the momentum we can start to record again and the reason for recording is like right, right, um, rightly what Rick said you no, know, is to put something out as a, as a gift you know you don't expect for near close to 50 people you know, thinking that you're going to get girls screaming after you or being extremely hey, popular. Speak for yourself. Right, but for us, for us, to be very honest, um, I, I said this to a lot of my friends before, um, you can have a crowd of 20 people Right, okay. it, it could be random strangers, but as a drummer, once you see a person bobbing to his head or her head to yeah. the beat, right? I jadi, I yeah. am happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, like what what Desmond says, you know, things comes around. Mm. So, like, like, uh, I mean, one of the little thing, it was hard decisions to leave the band at that time. But I think, like, no, we still love you. Uh, we still love you. <laughs> no, no, yeah. But before before the corporate slump. <laughs> yeah, before the the corporate slumber, there was actually a study slumber because when yeah. Larkins were were doing, were, you know, we we put up two albums. Yeah, and uh, before Spring Row comes around, before Awake, mm. you know, I was telling the band, hey, like, yeah, let's let's do some more, but they all, uh, quite a few of them, had to go overseas for studying. Unfortunately, and yet, um, right. Kevin yeah. and myself. Um, were not very good academics, so we had to rely on overseas <laughs> for our universities. We couldn't but get, get into the yeah. university, local universities. But, but, but it was great. I think it was necessary at the time to gain more life experience and you don't yeah. know what the future will hold. So the music started to take a, a, like a second 
level at that time because right. unfortunately because of the the need to to go. Yeah, actually that's true. Yeah. When 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 I was in Manchester, I started jamming with um some of the locals there. So so it really expanded you know, your your views and all that. Mm, yeah, and and that was why there's no suddenly the music was cut off from me in my right. life. Right, I was here, and then and then things move on, and then there, there was another opportunity to to go on because I don't know whether Light Sins will be coming back. Yeah. Right. So that right, I, right. I talked to the guys and they were like, yeah, you know, they give you the blessings. And then after that, they got signed to Spring Roll and then yeah. I gave them, give them their blessings. I went there to do backing vocals. I did the design. And so we, we were still intact. And no matter after that, whatever slumbers that we have gone through, we still come back together. And, and so, that's why Lilac so Saints and Friends. Yeah. Technically, the only person who has got girls screaming after is Rick. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no it's, it's just girls and boys, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I think I, I think it's really apt that, that you that this that this this uh this group is called Lilac Saints and Friends for the concert, I mean. Mm. Um, yeah. not just because you have friends coming in to play, but you guys are still... This friendship, obviously, is very strong. Uh, the force is strong with you guys, you know, in, in that way. And I, I think, I mean, I, I really applaud that. I mean, I've always felt that that's one key thing that, that really holds yep. any, any band together. You know, it's just the fact yeah. that you were friends and not, it's not just the music alone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you can be like miles apart, but still you're still you know in that way you're still together yeah. as well. You I, know mean, what I mean, that's when I've known him since primary, uh, since secondary one. You know, so our wow. life okay. has gone many. You know, but but Vas Vasquez's nickname in sec one it was called sister. Oh. Sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he was carrying he was carrying this Stefan Edberg bag, the, the the big tennis bag, huge. So right. everybody was joking that are you smuggling your sister in school? There and he became sister after yeah. that. Sister <laughs> in the bag got shot into the sister. <laughs> So left field. That's how nicknames sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so me and Basker go go a long way back. So I remember, remember we exchanged my um, YouTube poster for white lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basker had a white lion cassette which he hated the song. Then I don't mind it. Then I had a YouTube poster somewhere. Then I passed it to him in exchange. Things to do that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wonder who had the better trade. <laughs> and you look at you know a lot of our friends right. from that age they've also gone quite a few of them actually went the artistic way um, you know mm. uh, I think earlier on mentioned Plain Sunset that's been mentioned you know uh, Sunny Liu mm. you know the uh, graphic novelist he was the guy who taught me yeah of course yeah yeah. Our schoolmate, yeah. Oh, yeah. he was in. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was wow. the guy who taught me my first. Astral, Astral is also from yeah. us. Juniors. Right, right. Yeah. Muhammad is our, our schoolmate as well. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so, you know, oh, two VS. Oh. You guys were in VS, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Then the little badges will have little badges will have great spy. Fundy was there. Right. Saifu was there. Right. Then Ronin. Um, they were all from VS as well. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, too, I didn't. I didn't realize the BS legacy was so, uh, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very solid. Yeah. And, and also Lunarin, right? Yeah. Was it Lunarin? Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. I think so. Yes. Yeah. It's. I guess. Uh, I guess. You know, we're just a bit more naughty, lah. <laughs> usual good footage, Yeah. No, I guess we 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 are not academically brilliant, so we have to find other ways to do yeah. things. 
thought so we can put a PSA for parents out there. You know, if you want your kids to grow up with an artistic, uh, with an artistic bent, you know, send them to VS or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, our basis already did that. <laughs> okay, okay. Very smart. <laughs> no, all we need to do is figure out how to turn him, his son, into an Indian god so he can play all the instruments at once. Then we can just sit back and relax. Not even really. Technology, the looper, looper, looper. <laughs> yeah, he will have all the boys and girls. I don't want to take up too much of your time, guys. So I want to say thanks, thanks so much for for taking time out from your schedule. Thank you, thank you for thank having you us, this, man. Good no, to see you guys also. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been such a long time, man. It's it's so great to see you guys still together. I mean, getting together to do this show, you know, and uh, you know, hopefully we can get some new music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From you guys out there by next next year, right? You were saying right next year, right? <laughs> In the show itself, right. there'll be a couple of new songs. Oh, okay. Mm. Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe you can tell uh, when's this show again? It's happening in January. It's January sixth, mm. um, two thousand and twenty-three, happening at the Esplanade Recital Studio. Tickets are at thirty-eight dollars available at Cystic, and um, aptly, um, January sixth is the twelfth day of Christmas. Yes. So technically, <laughs> we can still play the Christmas song. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, can can yeah you can uh, those who it's a, it's a Friday evening Friday evening okay yeah so don't forget to mm. go and get your tickets yeah um you can bring all the presents for all the twelve days also if you like tomatoes uh, <laughs> eggs yeah but uh, yeah so go go get the tickets for this show um it's called um it's by Lilac Saint and Friends um uh, it's on Sister right. and um and if you wanna know who or you wanna get into the Lilac Saints music those of you who still haven't heard of the Lilac Saints music yet? Uh, go on, go online to all the streaming sites, right? You the check yeah. out the. You can start off with the Greatest Hits compilation. No, it's not Greatest Hits. It's something else. Is, is it Greatest Hits? Is it called Greatest Hits? No. It's the best of Lilac Saints. It's called Halo again. Halo again. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go check out Halo again. Um, yeah. Streaming now. Uh, online and they can follow you. Are you guys on social still? Uh, uh, where Where do people uh, get updates for your <laughs> um, most of the updates would be still in Facebook, okay. I guess. Okay. No, but we do um, have an Instagram account. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, just don't expect TikTok to see us dancing. No, uh, No TikTok yet. Uh, yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. The next album will be a dance album. <laughs> yeah. We will have Kai do that. You know, <laughs> the very best number one Grammy Award winning solid gold Lilac Saint song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Check them out on on on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, get updates and stuff like that from them. And uh, yeah, thanks thanks very much once again, uh, guys, for for taking time out. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lion City Rock. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Chris. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you, guys. Well, there you have it. And the Lilac Saints in the house. 
<laughs> and I think what really comes through is the really the friendship. And, yeah, you know, I really am so amazed yeah. by that. Wow. Yeah, if you notice, there are a lot of laughs in that episode. I think probably register the most laughs. So yeah, <laughs> I, so yeah. really really fun fun time to kind of chat with them and really it's really about music in friendship. I think that's what. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I mean, I'm just amazed that. Like yep, from yep. just listening to them talk, you can tell that these guys have such a long uh, and tight history uh, yep. together, and it's not just because they were playing in a band, you know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, as we said earlier, check out all the them on the social media, and of course check them out on the streaming platforms, and then of course get your ticket to catch them on the January six. Yep. And uh, if you like this episode, uh, just uh, leave a like. Uh, click that subscribe or follow button wherever you get all your podcasts. Tell all your friends about about this uh, this podcast and about the the fact that like scenes are on this episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, you know, yeah, I think that's about it, right, Kevin? That's it. That's yeah, it no, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. You know, for those who celebrate the season, you know, happy Christmas ah. and a merry New Year. <laughs> <laughs> happy merry Christmas, guys. Drink yep. as much as you can. <laughs> Drink as much as you can. Sure. Okay, okay, let's cut this. Okay. All right, Bye. see you then. Bye-bye. Ciao. Yeah.